The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello, and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, Don? How are um, you, sir? You know, I'm very happy to be here. I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare call this place your home. Well, thank you for the same one Thank you for joining us here at the this week's edition of the WrestleCast. And returning from a, a hiatus. None other than Mr. Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? How's it going, everybody? Glad you're back, man. Well, it was kind of rough for a minute, but I'm good now. Yeah, you know, those uh, NXT parking lots, man. Stuff tripping. <laughs> you know, got to watch your back. Right. End up in somebody's trunk, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Take Listen, that puts you in the trunk quick. <laughs> Well, how did you get <laughs> we're here to uh, review a little SmackDown, a little Monday Night Raw. So thank you all for joining us here on the WrestleCast. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also find us through any podcast app. All you have to do is subscribe to the WrestleCast. Just look for the WrestleCast dash to CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And all of our programming will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So we're going to start with the Friday Night Smackdown, where we had the beginning of the United States title, number one contenders tournament. And we had Santos Escobar advancing the tournament over Dragon Lee. The Phantom Driver is broken up. Dragon Lee hits a sit-out powerbomb for a two-count. <laughs> Dragon Lee gets caught on the top rope, though, and the Phantom Driver connects. Clean in the middle. Santos Escobar is your winner. Any yep. comments, questions, concerns? Well, it was a solid match. You think it was better than their Survivor Series match? Um, I mean, I like both of those matches. Okay. We got Dragon League on the PLE. None of us was, had that one of the people cards. Right, right. Dominic was doing commentary after the match. He's mocking Dragon League because they had their North American title match the following night for uh, NXT. Bobby Lashley 
got the win over Karrion Cross with the spear to advance in the tournament. The downward spiral plants cross and the suplex puts him down again. Then he hits the spear and uh, at least Scarlet still looks good. <laughs> it's a positive for, for, for Cross. Right. That's the only thing he got going for him. I didn't even know he still worked there. Yeah, he does. He's just been tucked away. He's been chilling. Mm-hmm. Tuck, tuck, tuck away. <laughs> Oscar, she got the win over Charlotte. Wait a minute, hold on. Oh yes, sir. Hold on, real, real quick. So there's a bit of controversy. Oh, post match. So when they was going, when I guess the Street Profits was holding up um, Lashley's hand, the WWE on Fox account tweets out them boys. Okay. So you know who them boys is generally associated with in the wrestling world. Oh, the Briscoes. Right. Okay. So Walt Briscoe had said something along the lines of, you know, total disrespect and everything. Hmm. And somebody and suggested somebody be fired. But I guess he was still he but when he came back later on and tried to clean it up, he said that he was missing his brother. He don't really want nobody getting fired. And but you know, rest on Twitter took offense to that. Mm-hmm. Well it was the, the Fox was, account, right? So they don't think they knew, they don't I didn't think they knew what was going on. Right. Yeah, Fox doesn't they, it's a totally separate deal. Well, generally, well, I think somebody different ran the account because, you know, first time when somebody, the first person who ran the account definitely was rest, was solid wrestling minded because bringing back connected things that from old angles and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but, they, they got some nerd from the mail room be like, yo, can you run the, yeah, got my can you run the wrestling Twitter account? Like, and it was like, wait a minute. The only them boys that we associate with is um, the Bristol's, but then people was coming out the, from outside the rest of the world saying, man, they was using them boys before the Bristol's and then they, somebody was bringing up the um, the Boys of the Hood, um, the Jeezy group. They, they had that boy, they saw them boys um, off that, that, that group album. The Bristol's been around since 2002. It is. Oh, and Don, to um to 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 go back on something we talked about on the um the dark match, the DC mayor reveals Bill offering five hundred million renovation of the Capital One Arena in order to keep the cap- Wizards and Capitals where they belong. Yeah, see, that's what's been the holdup is they've been like they didn't want to come off the money. That's what DC do every time. Wait till somebody else about to get something, then they be like, "Oh, we just found this money out of the blue. Please don't go." Listen, because now because the Orioles they got that whole little thing going around where they got they didn't sign the the leasing agreement yet because mm-hmm. they still want they still it's some kind of I guess little final red tape they they trying to get over the Ravens however got their money and put out the video saying here's the renovations we're going to do the MIT this is going to happen over the next year so we can, I was like see the Ravens say we smart we, we will we have a good team we will make them we will we will make the renovations we will be this fine 
right, but sorry about that. All right, so that thing I said, let me just say. If you want to know what they're talking about, listen to the, the dark match. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're about to raise them ticket prices. That's what y'all about to have happen. You, listen, you thought you thought Wizard tickets was, was high beforehand when, when, like, the premium teams came to town. <laughs> Yeah, and they have like a little little club section, the little club section too, <coughs> and everything. So they definitely pandering to folks. So we got Oscar getting a roll up win over Charlotte. Charlotte sends Oscar face first into the turnbuckle, grabs the figure eight. Bailey breaks it up though, and the distraction lets Oscar grab the roll up and get the win. So look, Bailey. Still, still trying her best. Really on that outside looking in, but from what um, he was saying that, I guess Charlotte got hurt in the match. Oh, really? Yeah, Charlotte got hurt in the match. But did she hurt? And so, I need apparently. Ooh, on the moonsault. Yeah, I think it was like. One of the moves that her Oscar was doing, and she, it just didn't work. It didn't come out right, and so mm-hmm. she was just like, "Her knee, her knee." Mm, that sucks. Don't don't ever want to see people hurt. Right. Don't ever want to see anybody hurt because now that's going that that definitely throws a whole curve and a lot of stuff. If she's like hurt, hurt. They, they just they just took her off of the, like the shows. Like the house shows everything, so yeah, really saying she's like injured, but she did get hurt on that taping. Okay, well, yeah, hopefully it's not serious. It's just a little tweak. Holy crap! <laughs> I, did you know that CM Punk and Ace Steel were represented by Stephen P. New? I, just found- I was going to say I'm, I was saving that. <laughs> I was saving that. Hey, I just I was saving outside. that. I was saving that for the mobile Did they make them play the theme? I, hollered, I, I was like, really? I would have recorded that. Had to say about that. I wonder. I wonder if they, if well, they had to play the they theme. Had the, all the information. Well, that's how they had a lot of the information, I guess. Oh yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just looking on Reddit and I saw that. I was like, no way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they they had had his services. Hey, man. When in doubt, go get the best, right? (laughs) Hey, listen. He just stopped the, what they say, I forgot what they said, the, the Recording with the lines the court has said. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Wow. Speaking of Courtney, like I'm, I'm ever since like he started calling her Oscar, I can't stop. I can't not oh, see God. that as Oscar. I cannot see her as not Oscar. Oh gosh. <laughs> and uh and Jade will forever I'm I'm sorry, I love Jade. She'll forever be Jane Cargill. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then we take Paul Kiko Mussolini. Like Mussolini. <laughs> uh, all right, back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> in the uh, 
Main event here, we got Randy Orton and LA Knight getting the win over Jimmy Uso and Solo. The hanging DDT with the yeah connects, but Solo breaks up the RKO. LA Knight takes out Solo, and he's going for the BFT, but Randy Orton, like the Viper he is, snakes his way in and hits the RKO for the pin. LA Knight and Randy Orton seem to share some respect post-match, but if I was LA Knight, I wouldn't trust it. Nope. I'd be uh I tell him to listen to some public enemy from like uh, eighty nine. Can't trust it. <laughs> yeah, can't trust it. But um any anything you'd like to say about uh LA Knight rubbing up against uh Randy and uh what that could do for him? Well we do something for him because like where do you where do you feel we are with LA Knight right now? LA Knight? Yeah, like he was like a month ago, a month and a half ago, he he was the hottest thing in WWE. Now it seems like he done dropped like two or three pegs. Who Knight? Yeah. Oh dang. I mean, he's still getting the big reactions and stuff, but it just seems like, oh, now we got two new shinier pieces to play with. So, <laughs> what are we what are we going to do with you now? I better figure out something. Do you feel like that? You don't feel like that? I mean, they're still kind of they're still they're trying. I mean, they got Punk out there uh, repping for him. Hmm. That is true. He's like, oh, a night. He goes, oh, yeah, he goes, yeah. He just gave a little plain yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I was, I was just kind of like, you know, seems like a little bit of the steam is, has been <clears throat> taken out of L.A. night just with the recent additions. Um... So first and foremost, before we get into this, Sam, we'll get your um, reaction to L- um, CM Punk returning at Survivor Series. Oh, well, I was ecstatic. I mean, I, I was also like, like Mussolini. <laughs> no, I, I, I did not see it coming. Like, people have been, I, don't, I didn't know how, how legit all these rumors were. I thought people were just making stuff up. Right. Like, I was not expecting them to come out at all. You know, you know, like the hot, you know, that's the thing about these crowds is like they like to, or wrestling fans in general like to hype themselves up into a frenzy and then get disappointed. Remember, remember Daniel Bryan was supposed to come out at WrestleMania and instead he got Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Royal, Royal Rumble, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, um, so I, yeah, I didn't really put much stock into it. And besides, like, I didn't think they would bring him back the same night as Randy Orton. But I know that it happened, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a um, definitely a shocker, and uh, Triple H is the man. <laughs> Did you see the next night? There was a dude holding a holding a Crimea River sign, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." He had and he had he had like the the no punk uh, sign, you know, like the mm-hmm. the circle with the with the yeah. And I was like, and like, if you look at the dude, he's, he looks like a AEW's target audience. I'm, I'm being really nice here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he stays up late. <laughs> yeah, he stays up late on Wednesday night. Yeah. 
Uh, so, we, so we look at Randy Orton signing with SmackDown last week and RKO and Nick Aldis Nick Aldis comes in to see Randy Orton who isn't happy about having a team with LA Knight against the Bloodline Orton doesn't know LA Knight but Aldis says both of them want the Bloodline so it'll be okay with that out of the way Orton gives him a check to pay for the fine from last week's RKO but he said he gave him twice as much because that's for the next time yeah, he said he was like he's only for fifty thousand. He's like, yes, for the next time. I said, Randy, <laughs> Randy fought Redman again. Cody Rhodes comes out for a promo. Cody says it's a special night because it's tribute to the troops. He's proud to be a part of the team to carry on this tradition and thanks everyone here and around the world. So then we get video on tribute to the troops from over the years. Cody thanks the troops again and introduces the United States Army drill team. Brad Nessler, who called the Army Navy football game, he was on commentary. Montez Ford, veteran of the Marines, which is the troops' happy holidays. And then here comes CM Punk for a promo. He says, This is the top of the hour, so he won't get his time cut. So chant for him all you want. Adam Pierce is trying to sign him to Raw, and maybe those Raw fans were a little bit louder. Punk says the fans are going to play a part in where he signs, so where do you want him to go? The fans seem to be pro-Smackdown, but they're even more pro-Punk winning the Royal Rumble, climbing a turnbuckle, and pointing at a sign before main eventing WrestleMania. Apparently, some people aren't happy with this version of CM Punk, so instead of what do you want to talk about, it's who do you want to talk about? Maybe Cody Rhodes. Punk says he has some stories, but what about someone who isn't here? Let's say Roman Reigns. Punk acknowledges him, but he says, hey, I was always the first Paul Heyman guy. He knows Reigns' cousins, and he shouts out Jay uh, Uso, main event Jay Uso. He says if he scraps with Jimmy Uso, he has to deal with all of the cousins, so he might need some help. Who could that be? Maybe Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens. He's not sure about the Prickly Owens because the two of them are too much alike. Punk says, I don't know who will feel comfortable teaming with someone who just punches people in the face backstage. I mean, it's 2023, ladies and gentlemen. You just can't go, you just can't be doing stuff like that to people. It's insane. So Punk talks about how there's one person who isn't happy he's back. Punk isn't putting any stock in that person, though, because he has a whiny voice and isn't even the man in his own household. The fans do the Seth Rollins song, and Punk is glad that he's having fun. He is going to announce his decision about where to sign, where he's going to sign on Monday, and he is back to finish his story. That means main eventing WrestleMania, which the fans again seem to like. After the break, Punk runs into Kevin Owens, who doesn't seem thrilled to see him. Oh. <laughs> All right, so we got to make it the promo. Looked like he was his bag on this one. That one on Monday night looked like a hostage statement. The first one back after the Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he gets time like that. When that first one, yeah. So that's what he said. What he said, he got he his time with cut, so he was able to make it work. Um, pretty solid. Um, you know, we we we, we, we the jams landed. Well, the 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 
the the live crowd didn't didn't take those jabs, didn't catch those jabs. But everybody watching at home, you who talked about what he said. You can't just fight. You can't punch people in the face backstage. <laughs> and think you can get away with it. Think you can get away with it. And that's when when Punk and when, when and then he walked in the walk in the um, KO and KO was just like, <laughs> nope. That's <laughs> about all this offense. I was like, yeah. <laughs> You might, you might, you might, you might catch catch some 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 hands and feet for that one, sir. Um, that's a pretty solid promo for me. Uh, Cody Rhodes runs into CM Punk in the back. If I was interested, that Punk might be in the Royal Rumble. We see a video on a soldier who won the Medal of Honor in 2015. Uh, we look at Logan Paul getting into it with Kevin Owens last week, plus Kevin Owens suffering a hand injury in his match against Grayson Waller. L.A. Knight meets Randy Orton, but CM Punk pops in to say good luck. Orton says to L.A. Knight, you ready tonight? And of course, L.A. Knight says, yeah. And then they clue us in on what's in store for next week, including the return of Roman Reigns. And that was uh, that was SmackDown. I will never forget. I forgot. I forget who it was now. But somebody a long time ago said that Muhammad Hassan should have won the, the title at uh, Tribute to the Troops. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Good Lord. And this is back when they were still doing it overseas. Oh my gosh, that might. So wait, did you talk right. about? Did you talk about the family when they when, when they told her to stay in the back and she came out there anyway? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't have that. That happened. Well, yeah. So they um so they, the the damage control girl well um Dakota Kai told her to hang out in the back, and then when she they came out, um they got jumped by Binky and um shots and ran into the back. So the one on one match, and then that's when Bailey came out to help um, to help get the win over um, Sean. Okay, thank you, Mo, for for filling that in for me. I appreciate it. Uh, anything else that y'all like to add to this week's edition of SmackDown? Nah, Mo, I'm good. All right, next week or this week however you want to talk about it uh, we'll see the debut of Carmelo Hayes as he is the of course you won't of course you won't announce that because that's your board he's announced as, as the like NXT participant in the tournament where uh, so <laughs> looking forward to seeing him on the main roster doing some things I think he be um, thinking on wrestle Grayson Waller or Austin Theory you wrestling Grayson. Oh yeah, he might pick up the dub. I don't know. He might pick up the dub. We'll see. Hey man, let's do this thing with like they did with Kevin Owens. Let him just come in and win the United States title. Right off the break. It will be dope. Yeah. And people would him and him and Logan could get a series of matches going. All right, so that brings us to Monday Night Raw. 
where Drew McIntyre got the win over Jay Uso with the Claymore. Tom Burkle pad is ripped off. The referee goes to put it back on. Allow me, Donald. You know I had notes, right? Oh my bad. Go ahead, sir. Excuse me. Didn't know that you were this prepared. Thought you was just parachuting in for the, for the <laughs> laughter. Didn't know you wanted to do some work. Uh, I'm trying to. Leave. I'm looking at this Uncle Dave tweet. Hold on. <coughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just pointing out that uh, that punk is moving the needle in uh, in sales. Hey, you think? Like, yeah, really, Dave. Yo, did you hear that clip of like him and him and Brian Alvarez getting into it? Oh uh, yeah, right. that was, like the worst part. The funniest part was that uh, like Cornette and Brian Lass were were reviewing it and making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Currently, right now, everything that AEW has fumbled, WWE has scooped it up and scored a touchdown right. with it. All right. Monday Night Raw, December 11, 2023, live from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, what are they calling it now? The the Quaker State Arena or what is it? I have no idea, but yeah. <laughs> that place. The Gund Arena. That's what I call it. There you go. The gun, it'll always be the Gund Arena to me. Yeah. <laughs> his, his mama named it the Gund Arena. <laughs> I call it the Gund Arena. Uh, Jay Uso comes down to cut a boring 20 minute promo. He says he is excited about having CM Punk in the building because tonight he makes, his, he makes his decision. So it's about Sammy Zayn and wishes him well. Is he gone or he's is he just out? He's oh, okay. He took some time off. Because I was reading somewhere like, oh, well, he's been written out completely. I was like, what? No, he's taking time off. <clears throat> All right, he calls Drew McIntyre Two Face, uh, but tonight Drew will be face to face with uh, Jay Uso. Drew comes down. So are we, are we? Are we? I was wondering, are we having the match now? Because Samantha Urban actually announced him as Jay's opponent. Mm-hmm. But then he grabs the mic and just they start talking. So, yeah, come on. I was really, I was really confused. Twenty-minute promo, right? Uh, you see, Drew grabs a mic and starts talking. Drew auditioning for a spot in the Elite. Says he doesn't want to see him punk in the Laurel locker room. <laughs> uh, Drew addresses Sami Zayn, saying he crossed the line by opening his mouth and talking about his family. He apologizes and tells Jay that this is how that this is how you apologize. Something Jay is incapable of doing. He mocks Jay and talks about his stupid arse apology. Another two jaw, and then we get down to the match finally. All right, after commercial, the two men are slugging it out. At one point, Drew goes for the Claymore on the table. Jay moves, and li- Drew literally yeets across the, ta- the announce table. Did y'all see that? Mm. Like someone needs to take that and put that sound sound effect on it. Yeet. <laughs> uh, they show what happened during commercial. Drew hitting the catapult under the ring. That looked pretty sick. Uh, Jay makes a comeback. It's a Samoan drop for a two count. Uso goes for a splash. Drew gets the knees up. It's the future shock for a two count, much to Drew's surprise. Drew removes the turnbuckle padding, goes for another claymore, but Jay counters into a spear. Referee goes to put the turnbuckle pad back. Drew gets a thumb in Jay's eye. It's the claymore and the one, two, three victory. That's pretty good. I'm so glad that Stephen P. knew allowed gave Jay Uso yeet back. It was a, it was <laughs> tough last week. We were yeetless. It was yeetless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard because somebody else had the uh, had the trademark. Right. So he yeah, was the about, What did you think? They they made a settlement on the uh, merch. He get about what two point five percent of the merch. 
which is like as much merch as they're moving. That's that's nothing. To, uh, that's nothing to laugh at. That's damn right. I would gladly take that because like it ain't like the other person's doing anything worthy with it. Yeah, right. <laughs> see. All right, so Nakamura vignette. He talks about Cody Rose. Calls him a dog chasing a cat. Oh, chasing a car. As great as he is, he's not enough. Cody's weakness is he tries to appease the fans. Shinsuke relieved himself of that burden a long time ago. And he says, you asked for this. All right, so Judgment Day is backstage. Finn says, the wheels are falling off. Rhea asks JD how Truth keeps sneaking into the, sneaking into the clubhouse every week. <laughs> uh, Finn tells him he needs to start locking the door. Uh, they mentioned Dom losing his title. Priest says, even though things haven't been going their way, they're still going to come out on top, especially tonight against the Creed brothers. Uh, Rhea and Priest get into it. Rhea says she is sick of the disrespect, and tonight she will make an example out of Maxine Dupree. <clears throat> okay, so in the locker room, Alpha Academy and Diamond Mine are hyping up Maxine for their match. Are they still called Diamond Mine? Like the group? Nope. 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 Well, that's what I'm going to call them. Dang it. Uh, Ivy tells her she's going to be in her corner tonight just in case. Truth appears with a roll of Christmas lights saying he's going to decorate the Judgment Day clubhouse. Uh, Gable tells them to be careful and that Truth isn't part of the Judgment Day. Truth insists he is and wishes everyone a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Our truth. <laughs> All right, so Rhea Ripley versus Maxine Dupree. Uh, the match begins. Maxine gets in a slap. Rhea sees red and clotheslines her a couple of times. She gets her up for a powerbomb, but Maxine counters out of it, kicking Rhea into a quarter. She goes to do the check. Gable, thank you, and realizes Rhea is not happy. <laughs> uh, Rhea gives chase. <clears throat> they go around a while before Rhea hits her with a big boot and a riptide. Rhea berates Maxine on the canvas and finishes her with a prison trap until she taps. She will not release the hold until Ivy Nile steps in the ring and stares Rhea down. All right, so Kaden and Katana, weird vignette. Okay, whatever. Uh, Adam Pierce is... Rave. They were doing their candy kids. It's not a rave. Style. It's not a rave. I, look, trust me, I've been to many raves. None of them look like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're the life of the party, I forgot. Right. Yeah, they're the candy kids. Okay, uh, Adam Pierce is walking backstage. He knocks on CM Punk's room and enters with a contract. Uh, after commercial, Pierce is in the ring with the contract. He says the time for a sales pitch is over. CM Punk, after visiting the other shows, needs to decide. Punk appears. He says the arena hasn't been kind to CM Punk. There are a lot of ghosts backstage. He talks about his debut in Cleveland, hanging out with Mickey James. He talks about the time he, stripped, he was stripped of the title after Orton kicked him in the head. Yeah, that all happened in Cleveland. He says he knows what it felt like to have your favorite wrestler walk out. He felt the same way the same way the day Roddy Piper appeared on WCW television. <laughs> he understands that fans felt betrayed by him walking away, and he apologizes. He talks about his visits to SmackDown and NXT. His mind was already made up when he saw the calendar, and it said Cleveland. He, he's here to right the wrongs and bury ghosts. CM Punk is home. He signs the contract, and that's that. All right, so your boy Seth Rollins comes out with his sparkly Joker suit. <laughs> uh, he stands face-to-face -face with Punk, staring him down. He welcomes him to Monday Night Rollins. He asks Punk for one little favor. He says, don't you dare call this place home. Now, Rollins says he abandoned the place 10 years ago and then actively tried, and then actively tried to tear it down. He spent 10 years slandering Rollins and everyone backstage. This is not Punk's home. It's Rollins' home. Rollins tells him with every fiber in his being that he hates Punk. But he was going to be part of Raw again, and he wants him on Monday night. 
If he's going to be part of WWE again, he wants him on Monday Night Raw because the truth always comes out. It's just Punk's last chance. Either Punk will expose himself, self-destruct like he always does, or by some miracle, Punk has changed. If he has any, if he has any gaff left in the old tank, maybe one day he'll be lucky enough to stand across the ring from Rollins in a World Heavyweight Championship match, and then Rollins will expose him for the fraud that he is. Rollins will show him in real time what it means to be the best in the world. Uh, Punk asks if he's gone. If he's done, that's Rollins one time to disrespect him without coming after him. Coming after him, he calls for Adam Pearce. He wants to make it official, and he is entering the Royal Rumble. And maybe it is Rollins that Punk is coming after. All right, all right. Bronson Reed versus Ivar. Uh, I bet Simi really watched this one. <laughs> you know it. It's uh, what is it? A uh, uh, two meaty, beefy men slapping meat. What is it? What is it? Special. Big yeah. man slapping me. <laughs> uh, no shout out to Rick. No water. Just me. That's Boogie T. <laughs> shout out to Riff Aja. Uh, the two men collide. Uh, shout out to Reed still paying homage to Bam Bam Bigelow with his ring gear. <laughs> oh, he, he actually said that's why he that's why it looks like that. That's what's up. Uh, the two big balls keep put co- big balls keep colliding. One big collision happened just outside the ring. After commercial, two men are still at it. Ivar has a sit-down spine buster, as Michael Cole calls it, but we know it better as the sky high. Uh, Ivar on the outside hits Reed with a cannonball off the top rope. Uh, back in the ring, Ivar climbs the top rope, but Reed stops him. The two men fight on the top rope. Reed hits a superplex, covers Ivar with, a, with one arm and gets the 1-2-3 victory. All right. CM Punk is walking around backstage. He sees the Judgment Day and asks for Rhea. Priest welcomes him welcomes him to Judgment Day show. He hope Punk uh, he hopes Punk is the one who actually finishes a story on Raw, because if he does, he'll be waiting. Priest says as he holds up his briefcase. Okay, so the Judgment Day comes down to the ring. Priest has a message for everyone in the back. It doesn't matter who you are, you are all put on notice. Dom tries to talk, and they do the mic gimmick again. Uh, you know what? It was okay. It was one thing when it was organic and natural. Now it's just now it just uh, it just feels fake. Mm. Uh, Truth comes out and says he went to the clubhouse to do some decorating, but it looks like they locked the front and back door. <laughs> uh, Priest invites him to the ring. And if, did, you, did you guys notice that Truth is wearing one of those old Survivor Series shirts? Mm-hmm. The ones that have the raw on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from like back when they were doing Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Truth has a lot of ideas he wants to share with them. Finn wants to hear them. Truth suggests kicking JD out because no one likes him. <laughs> uh, Truth calls Priest DP. <laughs> and uh, I, I wonder how what he feels about that. And he says he should stop calling himself the boss. Uh, he, li- now, he likes him as a boss, but it makes Mommy upset. Uh, Priest cuts him off and says he, say- he sees why everyone likes Truth except him. All four of them then jump him. The Creed brothers run down for the save. They scrap for a while with judgment. They flee in the scene at the end. All right. Uh, backstage, CM Punk runs, runs into Drew McIntyre, talking to Adam Pierce. Drew says he doesn't care about Punk or Cody's story. He's there to finish his own story. After he leaves, Adam announces to Punk that Drew has a title shot coming up. Kofi, Chad Gable, and Ricochet appear and talk to Punk for a sec. Punk sees Kofi and says, Hey, you're making me crazy. Uh, Kofi said he doesn't do that anymore. It made me wonder when exactly Kofi dropped the, the gimmick. <laughs> so I looked it up and it was 2009. So Punk was still Triple there. Triple H was talking to him and he was like, 
Is that a question for you? Where the hell's your accent go? <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> uh, Kaden and, and Katana versus Candice uh, and Indy. Piper and Chelsea on commentary. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, Kaden and Katana do these tandem moves, Shades of the Rockers. Uh, Tinkin Knox and Natty are backstage watching the match on TV. Uh, poor Kaden tries to hype the crowd. No one cares. And the two finish the match with their tandem top row finisher called the After Party. So Ch- Chelsea and Piper are jaw jank with Katana and Kaden. Kaden and Katana after the match. Uh, DIY is backstage. Gargano is holding the Cleveland Browns WWE title, which is the only title they'll ever get. Uh, Imperium interrupts them backstage. Not Gargano, I'll talk about the, the Browns. So Imperium interrupts them backstage. He wants to know who their mystery partner is. Is it Miz? I bet it's going to be Miz. That's what I wrote here. Yeah, right, we'll see. Uh, Gunther appears and wishes him good luck. He doubts anyone is going to want to publicly associate with a couple of weirdos like them. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch comes out and calls out Nia Jax. She shows footage of Nia breaking Becky's nose in 2018, saying they always will always be linked together because of that moment. Over the last five years, the two have never been able to meet each other in the ring. She went on the WrestleMania, and Nia went on to get double ACL surgery because Nia is so unlikable. You're supposed to say, how unlikable is she? Uh, so unlikable that her knees wouldn't stand up for her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Becky had a child. Naya got fired. Uh, Naya comes down with her knockoff Bret Hart theme. It makes me wonder what happened to her her theme. Mm-hmm. But then I listen to the lyrics, and it, it's a remix. It's the same lyrics. Oh, really? Yeah, listen to the lyrics. Like, it's the same song. The other one is much better than the chorus. <laughs> right. <coughs> Uh, Naya comes to the ring and says, she isn't fired anymore. The the punch she threw in 2018 was a lucky shot that almost ended her career. A lucky shot that she didn't even get all of. If she punched her with full force, she wouldn't even get up. Becky mentions that Naya is a dominant athlete. Most women who get in the ring with Naya either end up hospitalized, injured, or damaged in some way. Uh, Becky says, people say that moment between the two of them, a lot of people claim it was the reason she became a main event star. That line needs to end. And if she can't end the line, then she, she needs to end Naya. Naya says Becky is just out to prove her career wasn't an accident. Becky tells her to shut her mouth because she didn't come to Cleveland to talk. She came for a fight. Uh, she squares up on Naya, and Naya looks at her and says, Becky needs this a lot more than she does. She drops the mic and leaves. I like so that. So how is, how is Naya, like, since she's come back? She's been fine. <clears throat> this has been good, though. Because, you know, it's basically the story. Well, they're letting her talk now. I made you. It was <laughs> nothing until I broke your nose, girl. Right. Uh, Jackie Redmond interviews Cody Rhodes. She asks about Punk saying the Raw and about the Royal Rumble. Jackie also asks about Shinsuke Nakamura. If Shinsuke says he asked for this, Cody agrees that he did. All right. Imperium versus DIY and The Miz. So, yeah, like I was thinking, it was the Miz. <laughs> this is odd because of Champa and Miz's history, including Gargano's involvement in exposing Miz during that whole episode. Gargano and Vinci start off. Gunther decides he wants to start. He tags Vinci out. Miz teases tagging in. Gargano's about to go for it, but then Gunther drops him where he stands. Imperium begins to bicker amongst themselves. Vinci gets in there and starts double, getting double-teamed by DIY. Champa on the outside, and Gunther gets him with a big boot as we go to commercial. 
After commercial, Gunther gets into it with Miz and Gargano, dropping Miz off the apron while keeping Ciampa down. Minchie gets back in the ring and fumbles the bag as he lets Gargano tag back in and take him and Kaiser out. Miz and Gunther get the hot tags, Miz going after Gunther in the corner. Gunther catches Miz during a series of yes kicks, chopping him in the chest, and we see Miz's soul leave his body completely. <laughs> uh, Gargano gets in for a second, but Gunther takes him out. Miz gets Gunther in the figure four. Kaiser tries to help, but Gargano takes him out. Gunther is about to make it to the ropes and tags in Vinci. Uh, Vinci tries, but eventually Miz hits him with a skull-crushing finale for the one, two, three. Uh, after the match, Gunther is berating Imperium backstage. Miz walks up to him and demands a title match. Gunther says, yeah, sure, but then, like, if you lose, you'll never get another shot while I'm the champion. All right, so uh, talk about this last match, because I have to go to the men's room for a second. Cody Rhodes took on Nakamura in our main event. And uh, we got no contest, y'all, because... Uh, Actually, it was a disqualification because Nakamura used the red mist. Cody Cutter connects and the crossroads is loaded up only to have Nakamura slip out and spray Cody Rhodes in the face with the mist for the DQ. Post-match, the beatdown is on until the Creed brothers. They're the, they're the like Avengers. They're running in and saving everybody. Uh, they run in for the saves. The referees check on Cody and that allows Nakamura to get in one more cheap shot to end the show. So the, the the poison deadly red mist all up in the face of Cody Rhodes. He might be blinded for the holidays. Can't even see that little baby Liberty open her gifts. That's what they should have do, did the JYD angle from uh, Mid-South. Mel, what did you think about uh, Shinsuke in this uh, in this position? They putting him in against Cody. How you, you like the build so far? Build is cool. It's just you know what's what happens to the one that loses, but the rest they won't put them in. I think they've done a good job with Shinsuke with the Seth program and then following it up with Cody. Mm-hmm. Definitely got him back uh, interested. You know, more interesting than he had been. Just kind of out there before, but so that's a good deal there. But uh, yeah, man, Monday Night Raw was spicy. Becky and Nia, Seth and CM Punk. It's like okay. Um, how do you feel about them just basically putting it out there on the table? Look, it's going to be Seth and CM Punk at WrestleMania. Ruffling the feathers. And just kind of setting that tone. Mm-hmm. You saw, you talking about poking um, Seth, right? Yep. They decided to stood in the ring and just looked at each other. The face off. Didn't touch it. Yeah. They had everybody in that ring going crazy. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the rest of the fans know what Seth been saying on social media. Mm-hmm. They know that he fashions himself as some kind of locker room leader, um, police, you know, type men do keep everybody straight or whatever. So, yeah. And they didn't like 
try to like hold it back or hold it off. They just went right to it. Oh, what are you talking about? Seth and CM Punk. Oh, okay. Having that face off. So, good stuff. Good stuff on Monday Night Raw. Mo, your show is doing fantastic, sir. I was just going to mention another riff I was hiding during the Shinsuke and Cody Rhodes match. Yeah, she's everywhere. She reposts a lot on social media, you know. Are they selfies? <laughs> like videos and stuff. Oh. And selfies. Okay, well, so, yeah. Selfies is all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first. Uh, well, what does she drift Daphne or something? Yep. Yeah. Um, Daphne LaShawn. Oh, yeah. Well, if you guys don't have anything else to add to the uh, Monday Night Raw portion of the episode, we'll turn it over to Mr. Hold on, think, was it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, I'm trying to think. Oh, sorry, yes, sir. I'm trying to think, was there anything else? Her banner is killing me. <laughs> we got the segments of the way. We, um... Talked about Judgment Day. Priest came out there. Um, they beat down our truth. Beat down our truth. Um, Becky and Naya had that promo standoff. Mm-hmm. Rhea uh, beat Maxine, and Ivy now was there down Rhea. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate and then. Um, uh, Katana one. Mm-hmm. Man, fifteen minutes already. Yeah, you were saying no one, you were saying don't worry about the crowd. They gonna notice you when they pick up the wins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry about trying to keep the crowd behind you. Just trust your match. Um, Seth, three, sorry, Drew and um, Jay had that match. They got beat back. Which we good, yeah. All right. Uh, you need more time, or you can squeeze it in. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, Sir, <laughs> um, I can do this. All right. Well, do you see the time? It's time for the Mo Meltzer new segment. Good night, everybody. Like I'm just playing. Um, so, Seth and um, Becky Lynch's contract is up apparently June of 2024. Okay, we, we might, see the, return of Tyler, might see the return of Tyler Black. <laughs> so, what, once they um, they haven't really um, started negotiations yet, but I guess his um, this is according to Fightful is. Um, his re-signing is a priority. Um, Hulk's uh, merchandise sales and items of Survivor Series. Um, What's the matter, Mo? You don't want to see the return. Of, you don't want to see the return of uh, Tyler Blank and uh, Rebecca Knox. <laughs> uh, I mean, are they, are they going to the other company. <laughs> That's the only way they'll use those names again. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's what Ring of Honor. Is. Um, they said Pope um his um sales was as well to six figures. Mm. On the first day. Yep. No wrestling. Just talking. Well, he didn't say nothing. He didn't say that. He just came out there and just looked. Yeah, he just showed up at the door. Yeah. Um, so he was saying that for Charlotte, they said that it's not clear how long Charlotte will be out. This is from PW Insider. They say they don't know how long she'll be out, but um, she'll be completely evaluated medically. And they have diagnosis, and then her diagnosis will be confirmed. WWE is working on getting that together right at right now. Yeah, that sounds like it could be a, a, a surgery, and she'd be out eight months. Hmm. Um. So they are. I think they're taping this Friday and next Friday SmackDown um, for the holidays. So they plan on giving. Um, I think the Raw on Christmas is going to be a best of show. So yeah. I know what I'll be watching Monday night. The Ravens are playing San Francisco that night, right? So we need to be watching. be watching that. I'll be my focal point will be on. Hopefully, Ravens getting the win. But, That's going to be a um, heavyweight fight right there, boy. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I told you that Punk being on Monday Night Raw, this whole decision thing, definitely wasn't going to be, you know, wasn't going to be a match for Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, they had they 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 had two games to go up against, and New York was in one of them. Right. Uh, we gotta. Uh, we need to try to get Danny DeVito on uh, Tommy DeVito. I mean, on NXT, <laughs> hanging out with uh, Tony D and Stacks. Okay, now I want to see Danny DeVito hanging out with <laughs> Stacks. <laughs> It's always sunny in NXT, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so the September releases, they'll be sh- um, soon not to work day. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ali might be getting that. He needs to cut. Now, he might be able to do something at AEW. Who? Mustafa oh. Ali. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I can see him. I can see him over there. I can also see him in uh, TNA, too. Mm, okay. Like, if, if he wants a career rebirth, I think TNA is where he should go. I can see that. Also, um, the former Maxwell male models, they will be, um, they will be with GCW Game Changer Wrestling. Oh, no. <laughs> And it's Mansoor, yeah. and then my say is going by Mason D. Madden. Oh, God. They're going to be hanging out with uh, was it, uh, Starboy, whatever his name is. Yeah, something like that. Um, 
and old Matt Riddle. They're gonna be having death matches. They're gonna be having death matches in their maximum male model outfits. <laughs> but you got Moose Valley, Aaliyah, Shout Benjamin, Rick Moves, Nada Brooke, um, Davocado, Elias, Quincy Elliott, Elisa Leon, Rick Moss, Shanky, Top Dollar. Um, what's the thing I cut to? Um, what's that girl name? Um, Rick Moss's girlfriend, um, Emma. Oh, Emma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was so excited about the Australia shows, and then she's like, Right, and then, like, you know, not, <laughs> she said, Not me, I just got released. She's sorry. like, Never mind. They got me. She's like, Carry on. Um, I won't be wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they said tickets that was moving um, quickly. Oh, yeah, I bet for that uh, Australia show. I bet. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. <laughs> they want to see some wrestling. They're tired of watching Kangaroos fight. Oh, God. <laughs> terrible. That um start that um promo from um NXT Deadline. I don't know what was going on with that. Shawn Michaels and CM Punk in the ring. Yeah, that was, it was a selfie. It was a photo op. So yeah. I was watching. So I was watching that. I watched the YouTube thing. Is that all that was? Just like a little minute and a half or whatever, or was there more to it? Yeah. That? I missed out on. No, it was this game. <laughs> okay, that seemed kind of weird, but okay. Oh shit! He won that. Open the. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, so basically, so what what Sam had mentioned earlier that was saving for this. Uh, Stephen P. New was representing CM Punk and A. Steel. Against um, eight for the, the whole AEW thing or whatnot. And it's crazy how that played out because now Jungle Boy is no longer suspended, and now folks are saying like Tony Khan lost no millions because he chose he chose his EVPs and you know Jungle Boy and everything over you know real good talent. No, that's the risk you run, man. When you play that game. Did, did y'all pick up on, like, uh, there was, like, a, a little bonus uh, clip of, like, CM Punk pretend, uh, pretending to prance around the ring? Oh, no. It was at Survivor. Oh, no, was it, no, it was a Raw when he did that promo. So, yeah, so, like, he was mocking uh, the Elite taking the victory lap. Mm, okay. It was, like, for, like, a, for, it was, like, it was, like, for half a second, but it was just really funny. So congrats to um, Tay Mello and Sammy Guevara um, with their newborn daughter. Oh, yeah, that she had the baby. Yeah. Um, that poor kid. 
stop it. Be nice. <laughs> Would you stop it? Quack is thinking, well, come on. I know. I'm just looking. He's scrolling. He's thinking, thinking, thinking. Do, do, you, do your Clarence Carter later. I'm scrolling. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I've been scrolling. <laughs> scrolling to the east. <laughs> also, it looks like WWE reaches settlement with MLW over antitrust allegations. Oh, I read about that. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want that discovery to come out. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. They don't want what discovery. Oh, That's how these legal things go. Like you have to share information, right? Like, hey, you put this out there. If you don't want it. No, they like nope, nope, nope. You don't want to do that. Oh shit! Let me just look at what's that? We find out what's going on a little bit because um, nothing is really standing out um, for in terms of wrestling this week. Oh, well, you know what that means? Nothing's going to happen, sir. Oh, uh, you know what that means? <laughs> Somebody going fuck up on AEW tomorrow, and so we're going to be talking about it for the rest of the week. You know Devon Eric's gonna be on there tomorrow. Well, the, oh, the uh, Mason, Mason and whatever. Ross, yeah, Ross. Oh, yeah, they, 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 Marshall, they, Marshall, 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 Ross, and Kevin. Oh yeah, they, they did. They named them after after discount stores. That's sad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just noticed Ross and Marshall. <laughs> it was TJ. I heard that, that, I read that they said that um, MJF's um, role as the fictional Lance. Oh, he's Lance. Got, he's Lance. He's Lance. <laughs> it got cut? It got cut heavily. Oh. Like, that's, that was what I was going to I want to see Lance. <laughs> Good old Lance Von Eric. All right, man, what you got for main event? We we up against it. Um, I'm trying to... Dang, we got three minutes. I think he can do it three minutes. Um, damn. Well, Sam, while he's searching around. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, dead air we got here. Who, who are we going? Damn, who, who am I not gonna watch this week? Hmm. Uh, Noam Dar versus uh, I don't know. Now nah, Noam Dar is main roster, main NXT now. We've moved on up. Hey, posted. Yeah, darn it. Well, let's let's try. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Um. Level, level up. up. Level up. Let's see. Let's see who if, if there's any NXT talent that Dawn likes. Um so we got 
Tony D and Stacks versus Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey. Axiom versus Drew, Drew Gulak is still here. Wow. Yeah, Axiom versus Damian Kemp. Roxanne Perez versus Bradley Reese and Vaughn Wagner versus John Bernal. Mm, nah, All right. not really. Less than, less than a minute. Shout out to thank you. Thank you to the world for listening. Mo. Shouts to listeners. You know, the, the, the noble folks. You know we all. Sam. Shout out to everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. And that's why people like you haven't stopped talking about me for the last two years that I've been gone. You know what's ironic is that the careers that I nearly ended, you have me to thank for yours. You see, you see, you see, this is what I do actually hold against you, and this is the narrative that I need to change. Because if it was just about a broken face, then these people would have checked out and moved on as soon as the blood dried. But it is about what that night represents. It is about what the man represents. It's about getting knocked down by whoever thinks they can get away with it. Or by life. Or by circumstance. It's about dusting yourself off. Getting back up and fighting like hell. Because that, that is what I have done my whole life. That is what I did that night. And that is what I have done ever since. But you, you, you and your minions have spent years going around saying Becky Lynch ain't a main event star, but then I proved you wrong. And now all you say is that I'm a main event star because of you. Well, that is a lie. That is a lie I need to end. And if I can't end that lie, then I need to end you. Oh, I get it. You need me. You need to prove to everyone here that you're just not about that one moment. More importantly, you need to prove to yourself that your career wasn't just some accident after I broke your face. Otherwise, I'll always be the woman who made the man. I'll tell you what I need right now. I need you to shut the hell up. Because I didn't just come around to Cleveland to talk. I came here looking for a fight. You need this a lot more than I do.